Hey everybody, this is Karis Frigi, and this is a daily devotional podcast where I will read a portion of scripture, a new one every day, and then share some thoughts that I've written on it. I hope it encourages you. Good morning, everyone. Today is May 18th, and so we're going to read Proverbs chapter 18. I'm going to read it first in the ESV and then in the message. It says in verse 1, Whoever isolates himself seeks his own desire, and he breaks out against all sound judgment. A fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. When wickedness comes, contempt comes also, and with dishonor comes disgrace. The words of a man's mouth are deep waters. The fountain of wisdom is a bubbling brook. It is not good to be partial to the wicked or to deprive the righteous of justice. A fool's lips walk into a fight and his mouth invites a beating. A fool's mouth is his ruin and his lips are a snare to his soul. The words of a whisperer are like delicious morsels and they go down into the inner parts of the body. Whoever is slack in his work is a brother to him who destroys. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous man runs into it and is safe. A rich man's wealth is his strong city and like a high wall in his imagination. Before destruction, a man's heart is haughty, but humility comes before honor. If one gives an answer before he hears, it is his folly and shame. A man's spirit will endure sickness, but a crushed spirit, who can bear? An intelligent heart acquires knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before the great. The one who states his case first seems right until the other comes and examines him. The lot puts an end to quarrels and decides between powerful contenders. A brother offended is more unyielding than a strong city, and quarreling is like the bars of a castle. From the fruit of a man's mouth, his stomach is satisfied. He is satisfied by the yield of his lips. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruits. He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. The poor use entreaties, but the rich answer roughly. A man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. And then the message version of Proverbs 18 says, Loners who care only for themselves spit on the common good. Fools care nothing for thoughtful discourse. All they do is run off at the mouth. When wickedness arrive, shame's not far behind, and contempt for life is contemptible. Many words rush along like rivers and flood, but deep wisdom flows up from artesian springs. It's not right to go easy on the guilty or come down on the innocent hard. The words of a fool start fights. Do him a favor and gag him. Fools are undone by their big mouths. Their souls are crushed by their words. Listening to gossip is like eating cheap candy. Do you really want junk like that in your belly? Slack habits and sloppy work are as bad as vandalism. God's name is a place of protection. Good people can run there and be safe. The rich think their wealth protects them. They imagine themselves safe behind it. Pride first, then the crash. But humility is precursor to honor. 
Answering before listening is both stupid and rude. A healthy spirit conquers adversity. But what can you do when the spirit is crushed? Wise men and women are always learning, always listening for fresh insights. A gift gets attention. It buys the attention of eminent people. The first speech in a court case is always convincing until the cross-examination starts. You may have to draw straws when faced with a tough decision. Do a favor and win a friend forever. Nothing can untie that bond. Words satisfy the mind as much as fruit does the stomach. Good talk is as gratifying as a good harvest. Words kill. Words give life. They're either poison or fruit. You choose. Find a good spouse, you find a good life, and even more the favor of God. The poor speak in soft supplications, the rich bark out answers. Friends come and go, but a true friend sticks by you like family. So in this proverb, I think the verses that stuck out to me were 20 and 21, which I'll read again in the ESV and the message. It says in the ESV, from the fruit of a man's mouth, his stomach is satisfied, and he is satisfied by the yield of his lips. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruits. And then in the message, it says, Words satisfy the mind as much as fruit does the stomach. Good talk is as gratifying as a good harvest. Words kill, words give life. They're either poison or fruit. You choose. Now, these verses don't seem as hard to believe for me right now after a year like 2020. From the top of government down to the minuscule words in everyday life, words either destroyed or built us. The old adage that sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me is ironically fallacious. Words hurt or heal. They kill or they give life, Solomon said. They create worlds and they upend societies. Words start revolutions and bloody wars. They also form alliances and negotiate peace. Words matter. From the prologue of time, God demonstrated the power of words. Let there be light, he said. And light, summoned from somewhere lost to us, comes hurling into a vast darkness. And as words tumbled out of the jubilant mouth of God, creation's most glorious vistas were made, and the most complex of creatures drew its first breath. This spoken creation was intentional and demonstrative. Our words create or they destroy. They build courage or they tear down hope. They speak identity or they strip it away in a few short phrases. In his image, we are created, gloriously alone compared to every other creature. Creature, intelligent language on our lips and incredible power is in our tongues. In James 3 in the message version, there's a whole section about the tongue and I'm gonna read it for you. It says, a word out of your mouth may seem of no account, but it can accomplish nearly anything or destroy it. It only takes a spark, remember, to set off a forest fire. A careless or wrongly placed word out of your mouth can do that. By our speech, we can ruin the world, turn harmony to chaos, throw mud on a reputation, Send the whole world up in smoke and go up in smoke with it. Smoke right from the pit of hell. This is scary. You can tame a tiger, but you can't tame a tongue. It's never been done. The tongue runs wild, a wanton killer. With our tongues, we bless God our Father, and with the same tongues, we curse the very men and women he made in his image. Curses and blessings out of the same mouth. My friends, 
This cannot go on. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. As I was reading this, these verses are familiar to me. I think I've heard them quoted a lot, but even reading it in this context, so many of the verses in these Proverbs um, were actually about the tongue and about how the fools talk a lot. And um, I love just talking to my husband about this. He and I are so different where I speak a lot and speak impulsively and he doesn't. And um, we talk about this because there's this verse in Matthew 12 that he loves to quote that we're going to give an account for every careless word that we've ever spoken, which for me is really terrifying. Um, But as I was reading this today, I just thought about my everyday life, my kids, myself, what I think and what I say about myself, what I think and what I say about my friends and my neighbors and my family. And how do we be people who speak life, who actually create life? Even when things are frustrating around you or hard around you, you have an opportunity to actually speak life into those places and build encouragement and hope and in some ways create a reality. I love that in Genesis 1, we see that God is actually, he speaks into creation. And whenever he meets with Abraham and all of the men in the Old Testament, he uses words. And he uses words that build them, and he uses words that summon them and call them up higher. And we're called to be like him. We're made in his image because our words are actually powerful too. So I hope that today you just have a greater awareness of the gift of language, the gift of speech, the gift of talking to someone, sending a text message to someone with encouraging thoughts today. And I think that's my challenge for you today is to actually think of a few people that you could intentionally speak life into today. Sometimes we're tempted to think, oh, that person's okay. They already know I love them. But pausing and taking time out of your day to speak life to someone is so powerful and someone might really need it. They might be on the other side really needed, needing life spoken into the darkness around them. So I encourage you to find someone today, think of a few people, write their names down, and then figure out a way that you can use your words to create life in them. Have a wonderful day. We'll be back here tomorrow for Proverbs chapter 19.